Welcome to the Liberty Podcast with your host, Pastor Robert Maxey, Senior Pastor of Liberty Church of Baton Rouge. It's our prayer that this podcast should be life-changing for you and that you will share it with someone else. Now, here is Pastor Rob. So welcome, welcome to the Liberty BR Podcast where you are healed by love, free through grace and equipped for the kingdom. It's so good to have you guys joining us tonight. So we got something special for you this week on the podcast. We have our special guest, Lady Nola Johnson. (laughs) So good to have you. Come on, tell everybody about yourself. Hi, well, um, if anyone didn't know, the host is my brother, my big brother. Um, I am a Navy veteran and I'm an author and I'm just excited to be here to be a part of this. And I'm looking forward to this conversation. Great. So good to have you on. And I am your big brother. Don't ever forget that. <laughs> Absolutely. And of course, I got my amazing wife on with me tonight. Hey. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, sis. How are you? Good, good. Good to hear I, from you. You too. I am so excited to talk about your book amongst many other amazing things that has happened in your life. But your yes. book is, is just amazing. I uh, was telling Olivia... Um, about the book and like asking her, you know, she's 12, you know, what did yeah. she get out of it? So we've been having good conversation. And so I'm so okay. excited to ask you to, to dig in a little, a little bit, but a I don't want yeah. to put too much, you know, put too much out there because I definitely know that people need to go out and get this book. Cause it is very thought provoking, you know, but okay. it's just so much to talk about. So I'm super excited. So how are you doing? How is married life and all that good stuff? It is going pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. My husband is doing well. You know, we started our ministry a few weeks ago and it's growing and it's doing really good. And it's been a a fantastic journey, you know, stepping into this role is definitely new for me. But at the same time, I feel as if this is where I belong. And I remember a few weeks ago, if you remember, Asia, you know, I was very nervous about stepping into Mm -hmm. this role. And um, as soon as I stepped into it that first Sunday, you know, it seemed like this was it was I was in the right place. I was doing the right thing. So I think definitely that. Um, this is the calling that the most highest placed on me and I'm just moving into it, you know, with grace and humility. Yes. Yes. Well, you was built for this. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you were built for this. Yes, ma'am. I'm super excited. So tell us, how was the first Sunday? Right, right. Oh, wow. We had a good amount of individuals that showed up. And, you know, uh, my husband's vision is... Luke 4 and 18, um, uh-huh. preaching and speaking to the poor, the brokenhearted, you know, the captives and setting the captives free. Um, and a lot of individuals that we have in our ministry come from the reentry population. You know, a lot of the individuals are coming from prison or coming from um, toxic relationships and things of that nature. So um, we, we're starting on very fertile ground with uh, ministering to these individuals because they're yeah, hungry. Yeah. You you understand? So they're they're hungry. They want more. They're coming yeah. in with a desire and the passion to hear um, the the word of the Most High. So you know we we had a good show up. Um, we had about close to ten individuals that actually joined. Um, so it was it was really good. It was 
was a good experience, you know, and moving forward, you know, we were thinking of going, you know, on live and things of that nature, because Texas is, of course, becoming another hot spot for the COVID. So yes. we're just definitely thinking about how we're going to do this ministry because we're not going to stop, you know, so it's right. right, the, right. The, the, yeah, the plan B is, OK, how are we going to start recording? How are we going to do this? Right. That's so good. That's pretty show. good. That was my next question, like, are y'all live? Because, you know, we want to be a part of the congregation as well, you know, here in Baton Rouge. So, you know, you're going to get your hallelujahs and amen. um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I'll keep you guys informed um, what's the next move for us. Definitely keep us informed. And and I know how hard it is. Um, I have another friend that launched a church during COVID, and it's not easy. Mm -hmm. So um, just keep you guys heads up. And know that yeah. you've got people down here that are praying for you That's right. and they're lifting you yeah. up. And if you need anything, please give us a call. Give Absolutely. us a call. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate that support as well. Yes. So tell me, yeah. why did you write this book, Comparing Yourselves to Others, The Best Way to Never Move Forward? Because I've always was taught, okay, you see where someone else is and, and you gauge yourself. Well, why am I not there? And you do whatever you need to do to get to where they are. You know, so what would make you write this book? Well, um, of course, you know, I, I have um, a lot of my books stem from um, the bullying topic, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the idea of being bullied and things of that nature. So um, for me, this book came about and a lot of the books that I wrote came about after my divorce. Um, okay. You know, the, the bullying, the workplace bullying, the childhood bullying, um, the toxic, all those books came when I was in a very dark place. And um, at that time, I was just going through my own, just um, searching my own heart and, you know, um, looking into the things that um, affect my growth, you know, Um, just being in that dark place, you start to realize, hey, you know, I I might be a little jealous here. I might be a little envious here. Then you start kind of trying to figure out where is this coming from? So for me, um, the book of the the comparison, you know, I realized that um, even when I was growing up, even when I was in high school and and just going through, even when I was in the military, you know, I really compared myself um, to others a lot. And so a lot of the times I would be, I guess, trying to do certain things. And it was based off of what I saw someone else do. And, you know, ultimately that that never really ends well it's it's it to me it's somewhat of a facade you know you're not being your authentic self and that's partially why i wanted to write this book because i was getting to that place where i was trying to be authentic and be me without comparing myself to someone right. or wanting to be a someone because it's 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 easy to in my opinion um to say hey you know i i i admire that person but that can quickly turn into envy. It could quickly turn yeah. into jealousy if you're not aware of that. And so I would say and be, you know, and to be perfectly honest, there were times where I was jealous and I didn't know it, you know, right. based off of, you know, comparing myself, looking at other people's lives, you know, and of course, social media will have you do that all the time. You yeah, know, looking so, at other people's um, highlights. Yeah, you're looking at their highlights and you're looking at their success or you're looking at their marriage and this, that, and the third. And you're looking at yours, you know, and you're like, why is mine not like this? So why right. is my my professional life not going like that? And I know I have the better skills than that person do, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, just like, and so you start to 
you you start to compare yourself and and a lot of time it is stemming from a little jealousy and envy and so we have to make sure that we correct that you know it's it's something that you really have to search your heart and and on and be honest about it you right. know uh elizabeth said that we're just setting ourselves for failure when we do that absolutely very true very true yeah we we do because in reality, you know, we're not being authentic because the thing is the most high put something in us to be our authentic selves. You know, mm-hmm. we don't have to be like someone else. We don't have to strive to get the things they that they have. You're striving to be better than yourself. You know, we you compare right. yourself with yourself. You know, you don't compare yourself to anybody else but you because there's nobody else on this planet is that's like you. You know, that's and right. when you and when you start to build on who you are and it takes in my opinion it takes being authentic and sometimes that's hard to do when you you walk in the truth of who you are that's a hard thing to do you know and I have a life coach and my life coach uh, in fact I mean she came around around the time when I was writing these books you know Uh and she helped me to see that very clearly you know you have to get to a place where you are number one comfortable being yourself and a lot right. of people aren't comfortable being themselves. So it's easy to um, go into comparison mode and, and look at other people and attempt to be something that you're not. If that makes sense. I hope I'm yeah, rambling. Yeah, that makes rambling. sense. No, you're doing no. good. <laughs> you're not okay. rambling at all. You're not rambling at all. I was, I'm listening to you. And so I'm thinking to myself, well, how did you find your authentic self? Like, because you have all these different uh, people that you've been gauging from for years, right? Yeah, and, yeah. Um, being in the military, your family. So how did you find your have, find your authentic voice, like who you are, to know that this is authentically you and I'm not pulling from other people? Well, that's a good question. Let me tell you, and it's a good question because... I'm going to tell you how that happened. It happens when you strip down. And what I what I mean by that is, you know, I went through a place. OK, first of all, I got out of the military. I voluntarily walked away from the military from the military um, honorably. I did my my 13, 14 years. And at that time I was married, you know, so the the thing that I wanted to do was be at home and be a wife. And, and that didn't go well, you know, so it right. was like. At that time, I got stripped of my military title, you know, and, and, and of course, you know, that's hard you're in the military. That's very hard to do. You yeah, know, um, all I because, knew was being always one. Absolutely. All you know and all you know is, uh, you know, even then there's a, a certain facade that you take on and being in that role. You know what I mean? Because it's not the same when you come out of the military. It's definitely right. not the same. Right. You're not even around the same type of people. You talking about head head and scuttlebutts. They don't know anything right. you're talking about. You know? right. So you you are coming into a place where you're no longer um, ABF2 or OS1. And so that's yeah. stripped. But for me, it was I'm stripped of ABF2. Then I'm stripped of this wife title because we go through a divorce. And then after right. the divorce, I, you know, I end up losing my job at the at a place in Virginia, you know. Yeah. And so now I'm stripped of my my military, my my marriage and my job. So now I'm stripped with nothing but me. You understand? Yeah. I'm, I'm, it, it, it took that, and I think that was orchestrated by the Most High to get me to a place where I'm, 
I'm looking within myself and starting to see who I am. But, you know, it took me being stripped down from every title that the world gave me because the world yeah. gave me these titles. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. and I right. put I put um, everything into those titles as if, yes. you yes. know, those things were me. And I, right. you know, so that's that's what happened for me to um, begin to go on this journey of being authentic. Because, um, you know, for the most part, and and like I said, that's where the bullying books came from as well. It kind of all stems together because I was made to feel like what who I was wasn't enough. You understand? So when you start feeling that way, then you take on certain things that you think people are like and this, that, and the third. Mm -hmm. But when you strip of all of that and now you're with you, people call that depression. You know, they call it yeah. in, in the in the health field is called depression. But in reality, now you're sitting with yourself and it's very dark. It's very dark, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's why people some people don't make it out. They commit suicide. But that's when you're you're in a place where you are forced to look at yourself and start to build who you are without all the titles. Right. You understand? Yeah, I hope that's making sense. I hope no, that's yes, it does. that's good. It, it does. Good. It makes plenty of sense. Did you see a lot of um, what was the feedback like when the book came out? What, what did people say to you? Did people uh, uh, say you're talking about my story? What, what was what was the feedback like? Well, with this book, you know, um, to be perfectly honest, I I didn't really promote this book a whole lot, and I think that was just. Um, maybe it was that, that, that fear of exposing some things, um, Mm. within myself, but I didn't, I didn't really start to promote this book as, as much as I am now. I mean, I posted it a few times on social media, um, but this book is about a year old. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I didn't really promote this book. I mean, it's, it's amazing. I'm even talking about it now, you know, because when you, when you, when you start talking about social comparison and things of that nature, you are kind of forced to kind of, you know, express and expose some things about yourself. And like I said, you know, with me writing this book and, 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 and it wasn't just I'm, I'm writing this book. If you if you look in the book, I'm not writing just from experience. I I went into some research on this thing, you know, and yeah. trying to figure out, OK, what what causes this and what causes that? And then just, you know, putting that in my own life. And right. Right. And, you know, so I didn't really promote it as much as I should. But the the responses that I have gotten from is like it's, it's a pretty good book. <laughs> Okay. It really is. Yeah. It really is. You um you have a section that's called the two strands of social comparison. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. um I want you to talk a little bit about um each without giving too much because people really need to open up the book and read it. But um the downward the downward social comparison and then the upward social comparison. Um, especially with um, with the COVID and everybody now being mm-hmm. at home, and there's so much social media out there, and, mm-hmm. and so much that's being drawn. I mean, I think that my personal belief is that the book that you're you're, you're pushing it now, but I think the mm-hmm. timing is perfect. So I believe that it's God's right. timing. Right. You know what I mean? I believe yes. you wrote this book um, in advance. 
like preparing yes. for the timing of where we are right now. Yeah. And I want to remind yeah. everybody that's listening that the, uh, the the call lines are open. You're welcome to call in and, and comment. Matter of fact, I, I compel you to because this is a really great conversation and you need to be a part of it. And let's remind them of the t- title of the book. It's called Comparing Yourself to Others, The Best Way to Never Move Forward. Absolutely. You know, yes. I, I, want you, I do want you to talk about that, but you said something earlier about, you know, when people compare themselves to others, how it stops them, right? But then I was right. thinking, do they ever, um, uh, you think about instead of comparing yourself to others, instead of, they get, what do you say? You said you was jealous or envy. You know, when yeah, you but, yeah, other people, yeah. right? Yeah. But then did you when you stopped and looked at yourself and you realized why those people got the job, or mm-hmm. uh, even though you had a better uh, right. resume, right. you can speak well. Did you look at well, maybe my attitude or the way? You know what I mean? Or absolutely, yeah. And that goes into and there's another um, part in my book when I where I talk about that where mm-hmm. you know instead of us actually comparing ourselves to other and that thing breeding and, and, and starting a root, a seed of envy or jealousy because it can yeah. take root and, and begin to be something else. But you can also look and see and see where somebody else is and get encouraged. And that's what that downward and that upward is talking about. You know, you look at um, someone on social media and, and they're in a place where, you know, they're, they're thriving there and they, they seem consistent and stuff. Now you can take that, and take that as encouragement, not mm-hmm. as I should have what she have, or I should have what he have. You, it's right, it's right, totally right. different. So right. there is um, that there's that good comparison, and then there's that negative comparison. It it, it all goes to um, one. If you are, in my opinion, you know, you have to check the place of your heart. You you understand? Mm, you have to check good. the place of your heart because right. if my heart is in a certain place or I'm not healed from certain things, I can look at another person and that thing takes root and become jealousy and envy, you know. But if I've searched my heart and the Most High has dealt with my heart and and I'm healed from some things here and there and and I'm moving forward, um, I can look at someone and say, "Man, that girl doing her thing." I Right. You know what she she didn't inspire right, me. Right. I'm gonna get my butt up and do some stuff. So it's is is comparison is not necessarily a, a, a negative thing, but it can right. turn that way. Right. Right. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. You have yeah. another area in the book where it talks about four areas in which social comparison is beneficial. And so you kind of touched on it a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. But um mm-hmm. so there was I'm I'm wanna I wanna kind of bring up two because again there's four but the first one it says um learning from the mastery of others mm-hmm. yes i love that That's... mastery of others come on let's talk absolutely. about that yes absolutely so that goes back to what i was saying in regards to um looking at an individual and you know you learn from that person right, like my right. life coach for example and i always talk about my life coach she's um she's an amazing woman she's um, she, she was there when I was going through those dark moments. And, um, so she knows a lot about me and, um, I can look at her, you know, this woman is doing, um, great things, you know, and I, I can look at her as, a, a encouragement, as a comparison to, yeah. you know, she has, she's, she's 60 some years old. She is doing her thing. And I, and I'm getting that wisdom, that godly wisdom from her and things of that nature. And it's mastery. 
when I see right. her, it, it's, it's definitely mastery in my opinion. So it's, it's, I can look at her and, and use that comparison as a thing to motivate myself to set certain goals. And I also talk about that in the book as well, you know, setting right, goals, right. use it as a, as a, as a, as a way to set certain goals and things of that nature. So um, when you talk about mastery, you're, you're looking at individuals and it's, it's inspirational um, versus I, I, I want what she got, you know, it's, it's right, a totally right. different thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, love to I mean, use it as a bookmark, uh, like how you said, like you said about your uh, life, life coach. You as um in another part of the chapter made me think of that that uh, part of the book when you talk about the the bookmark. Yes, you know, yes. Seeing them and seeing where they have um have have came out of and gotten to and how she's able to bring you out to yes. become your authentic self. But the the uh, bookmark of seeing her come out, mm -hmm. you know, and seeing how she did it. So now you have encouragement to know she knows what she's talking about. So I can listen to her. Rather Absolutely, who's not has not mastered right. their past or their hurt or their disappointment, you know, and still living in the shadows of others. Absolutely, it's, it's all yeah. it's like having a mentor, yeah. you know, uh, even like uh, preaching. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. I got if I have a mentor that that is showing me how to preach and that is it's is mastering mastering that that task, yes. right? Then mm -hmm. I'm picking up some of those things that he's putting out. Yes. And then I, I'm looking at it not in a jealous manner, mm -hmm. but uh -huh. I want that. I want that. You know what I mean? And I want to be, yeah. I want to do it like he's doing it. Yeah. I want to do it yeah. good too. And what's so funny is that the person that's your, that looking up to the person that preacher or someone who said, I want to be like them, that person wants to inspire you to be better than them. Absolutely. Right, right. They're like, yes. yeah, I'm so glad that you see, but let me show you where I fell short and how I got here. But let me show you how you can even surpass that. Those are the people yes. you want in your life. Absolutely. Because they're not going to see you. They're not going to see you as a threat. That's right. They're not going to see mm -hmm. you as a threat that you're trying to take what they got. That's right. They, matter of fact, they want to see you surpass They want you. Yes. You exactly. know what I mean? They, they, want, want, they want to see you at your best. They want to see you at your best. That's their... And, and when it comes to life coaches and, and pastors even, you know, and first yes. ladies, we want to see... We That's want right. to see someone that we saw come in brokenhearted, the, the yes. poor, the brokenhearted, the captives, you know. We want to see them get to a place where they're in, in, in freedom and they're walking in their liberty and they're walking in the truth of who they yes. are. They know who they are um, in God's eyes versus man's eyes. Right, right. I mean, because right. man can see you all kind of ways, you know, but what really matters is how the Most High sees me. And I know I'm a, I'm a child of the Most High God and that's it. You know, and, and I know that he put a purpose in my life and I need to find that, you know, versus right. me trying to be like somebody else. Yeah, I can take the principles they have and the, and the tools maybe and, and see how they do certain things, but I'm not going to try to be like them. The best thing for me to right. do is be my authentic self. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. This yeah. book is life changing. It really is. It really is life changing. And I, and, and whatever you need to do to, to continue to promote it, you need to really get in there because people's lives will be changed. Yeah. And I think Aminga's right that this is the season for this book. Okay. This is a good book for, for, for young girls, you know, mm -hmm. to, um, it's, it's, it's a perfect age for 12 year olds to catch them young, 
to, to, to uh, really learning their authentic self now and, and allowing their the authentic self to be developed because, you know, they don't know who they are, you know, and right yeah. now all the kids are into animes and all these different fictional um, characters. Um, mm. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. the, the underlined um, uh, imagery that is really given our next generation, yeah. you know, is really scary. You know what I mean? So yeah. I truly believe that this is a great book. And I think I'm going to actually um, teach this class with our kids. Right. I think I'm going to teach book. Good. And I think I'm going to start with our youth at our church. Yeah. And and, and, and then without, we can give you great some feedback. Um, oh, gonna- that'll be that'll be great. That would be great. And you know, the, and that's really good that you would do that and start young because, you know, I, I believe that, you know, if we if we um, don't catch them while they're young, then the world will the world will tell them who they are. Right. <laughs> the world right. will tell them who they are versus right. the most high telling them who they are. They knowing right. who they are. The world will tell them. And, right. you know, um, for me, like I said, going back to what I said earlier, when I was stripped of everything, that was the hardest thing because yeah. I was stripped right. of everything I thought I was, you know. And, yeah, it sent me into a state of depression because I'm in a place where the, the who I thought I was, that wasn't even me. <laughs> that right. wasn't even me. Right. Of course, I mean, right. I, I take I take pride in my, my time in the military. And I think I did very good in the military. And I, yeah. I, I won't ever take away from that. Um, however, it did not define me. And I think sometimes we can go through life where we um, we let certain titles and things of that nature define who we are. And I right. think right. it's taken away. If it's taken away, yeah. if you can't stand after it's taken away, are you going to some depression after it's taken away? I, mean, right. Right. I, I think that there's a grieving period for, for a lot of things when it's taken away. For, if, for example, I can say the military again, you know, when... Um, when you leave there, it's a grief moment. You know, it's a grief it moment is. because now you you are starting to adjust to uh, a whole nother lifestyle. Even though you were yeah. a civilian before you went to the military, you spent right. all this time in this military mindset. So when you come out, it is a it's a grieving moment. You know, people don't you don't see people down the street. You know, walking right, in the store right. and they ain't saying hey petty officer. They just saying exactly. hey what's up. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, and then it, that title is gone. That respect right. is gone. You know what I mean? And, and it's so that be, and it's also that community. It's it's just knowing that you're uh-huh. everybody. Everybody wants to be a part of something. Right. Everybody wants to know that they're accepted. They belong to something. And it's like when you get out of the military, yes. um, you are dropped. It's like you're you're not not that you're nobody, but in the in their eyes, you just right. you're separated. So you you've lost your identity. And Absolutely. So the, what the, the best way to find well, the the best way for most of us to find our identity is to find somebody else whose identity we agree with, and then we yeah. look at other people, and then we try to uh, uh, grab onto their identity mm-hmm. and their things that make them them, and so mm-hmm. we 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 start imitating people. Hmm. Instead of being ourselves, because instead in, in of the, being ourselves, right? In, in the long run, we don't know who we are. You know, right? What I mean? and, and, and the world has taught us, right? Well, pretty much the world has taught us to be like everybody else. Everybody, you know, else. in the military, yeah. well, I knew what I was wearing every day. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I didn't have to worry about what I was dressing like. After the military, yeah. I had to learn how to dress. It. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they told so, you who you were in the military. You petty off right. some maxi. You exactly. know, and this is how you're gonna this is how you're gonna live your life until you say I'm voluntarily walking away from this thing or I'm getting out of this thing. You right. know, and this so that is, this is the life you live. 
Right. And that brings me to your third point here. It says, don't be a group soul. Mm. Yes. And you said, are you found? In the, Come mm. on. Can you talk yes. about that? What is a group don't soul? A, what is a group soul? Uh, I think that is um, a group soul would be maybe fitting in. It depends on the crowd, like you said, you were talking about the crowd and being in that community. I think uh, Minga said yeah. that community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's like um, you can begin to even become your surroundings, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can become your surroundings. So it's it, when you don't know who you are, when you when you don't know who you are, then it's easy for you to be anybody except who you are. You know, it's easy for you to take on different identities. Yeah. You you know, it made me think when you were saying that and when you had even introduced that section and you say take on other identities. Mm -hmm. And I remember when my daughter uh, used to hang out with this friend all the time, every Mm -hmm. single day. And the, the, the little girl was a little bratty and spoiled. And <laughs> it was time to come in the house for dinner. And I told um, my old, my daughter to go wash her hands or whatever. But she had it was her facial expressions and her tone almost sounded just like the little girl. Uh-huh. And I remember telling her, I said the little girl's name and I said, you need to go home. Meaning that uh-huh. all that, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not going to become that. That's their home. This is our home. Right. So that thing need to go back home. And I need my daughter <laughs> to <laughs> come back to reality, your identity, who you know you are, yes. how we behave, how we handle situations to come in this house. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Cause you can start, I mean, that thing is, that's something, you know, when you think about that, you know, um, you can begin to take on the identity of the people around you if you're not if you're not careful of that thing. You know, if right. I can be around, you know, a group of homegirls and they say yes all the time. You know, they say that stuff all the time. And you right. sign yourself doing it. <laughs> and I'm like, exactly. oh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, bro. Bro, because you yeah. got to bro, and that's how they, bro, bro. So then you get around another one. You like, bro, they like, bro, that's not even you. That, oh, you start yeah. dressing the like, you start yeah. dressing the like, right. talking the like, yes. even laughing the like, yeah. you know, even laughing the like, and, and even having, even the, the mannerisms and the cadence right. in which you speak, you start sound, ah. sounding like that person. Yes, right. yes, that's, ve- that's very true. And it's, you know, I, I don't think that, um, we're very aware of that, you know. We're we're, yeah. we're not really aware of that, and um, like you say, when you when it comes to the time that we're in now, social media is everything. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's easy to um, number one with social media. Um, in my opinion, number one is easy for you to be someone that you're not. Mm-hmm. It's easy for you to um, compare yourselves with others. Um, and when I talk about be someone that you're not, you know. There are people on social media that's claiming to be one way and they ain't nothing like that. Right. They're not even <laughs> you know, who they say good? Exactly. You know, and then you're looking at somebody, you're admiring somebody that's not even real themselves. Right. You know, right. so that's why it's so important to, to, to know who you are, to know who you are. At, what are you here for? You know, right. what what's your what's your your who are you? You know, and a lot of yeah. people don't know that. So, so um, if if you find yourself in this in this place, and you find yourself in this dark place of comparing yourself, 
to others. You mm-hmm. find yourself in this place of not being happy with yourself. Um, mm-hmm. And you, you're around bad influences. How mm-hmm. do you get out of this? How do you get out of, of, of this this whole and and I just want to remind everybody that the call in lines are open. You're welcome to call in, ask questions, and please call in. We really want to keep this yeah. conversation going. Um, yeah. But but can I you love, talk about that? Well, I love how you did that because we was going there, but she has so much more in between because she talks about that the um the ways of getting out. <laughs> oh, okay. And I feel like that's. Am I rushing it? I, I do feel no, like no. Because I have some other <laughs> questions that's like so before that. Because like, like, I'm mean, so good, like seriously. You gotta, she say I'm rushing it, y'all. No, no, no. I, I thought I was going with the flow. No, you are. You're doing beautiful. But I, my, but this is my show. You're supposed to be the co-host. Yes, sir. And, but let me tell you, because see, there's a point because it says it has all these different feelings of unfair comparison. You know what I mean? You talk. I mean. There's just so much before we get to how to come out of it. Because okay. we're talking about the different ones. You shoot, you baby. Like. Shoot, shoot. Go. Okay. Because I'm, I'm, I have a question. You got it, boo. Go. No. <laughs> not, no. No, I want to I, I hear what you got. Go. Before she say something, I want y'all to know that the phone lines are open. Please call, please call and, and, and please uh, interrupt me. her. Please. Go ahead, bro. Go, baby. Did you say because in one in one of your um sections it says um it snaps your drive and motivation. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes, yes that's yes. very true. You know, um you you start looking at other people and you seeing that you feeling like, you know, they are a certain place where you want to be. Um, that could that could definitely mess with your motivation. You know, it it could drive you to a place of, of sadness. Because you're comparing yourself to someone else who's doing something to- on a totally different journey, and and you can you you're trying to accomplish what they're accomplished, and you 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 can't do that, you know. And it's and it does cause you to be in a place of depression. It can take you there. It can take away your motivation because you're operating in something that's not true. You're not opposite operating um within the 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 person that you are. You right. you. Basing it off of some somebody else. I like how you said mm-hmm. that. A total different journey. A totally different journey. You know, and that's where, you know, um, like I said before, it's good. the envy mm-hmm. and the jealousy. You know, the envy and the jealousy. That thing, um, you know, even I went, went and going through these different journeys, because I, I think I've been through a couple of different journeys, but um, with the comparison thing, you know, um, that thing could it, it could definitely take root. It could take root, and before you know it, you you really walk around being the number one hater. Wow. <laughs> no, you so being the number one hater. So you know. Oh man, so I don't want to become a hater. <laughs> right, I want to. Yeah. Become a hater. No, no, we don't want to be haters because we we sitting there, um, you know, wishing that we wishing we had what someone else has and you not understanding what they went through to get where they are. Ooh, come on, we all are on different journeys, you know? Right. So, yeah, that's, it's, it's something, you know, I think that, um, the whole comparison thing, is just one, it's like, you know, how you have a, a tree with branches. Mm-hmm. Um, comparison is just one of the branches out of a tree of jealousy and envy or, 
Uh, something if, so, if that makes sense. Maybe I'm not saying yeah, yeah. it right, but it's, it's a limb. just one of the. It, yeah. It's a limb, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's like you can you can be walking around with these dark things, you know, in your heart and not even knowing where it's coming from, you know. But you're walking in it, so it's 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 very important for us to to make sure that we're always doing a uh, a review of our heart and our feelings. You know, to me, in my opinion, that's very important because sometimes that, you know, just like fear creeps up on you and self-doubt, you know, it doesn't it it doesn't always come um, right in your face. Like, huh, here's doubt. Right, right, right. You know, insecurity. It starts with little things here and there, little things here and there. Somebody says something to hurt your feelings. Now you feel a little insecure and it starts taking root in everything you do. And then it becomes now you. Uh-huh. Out of out of the mouth speaks the heart, out, right? Out of the, the abundance, yeah, yeah. So the heart, yeah. So your heart speaks. is hurt. Your heart is full of envy. Your heart is full of jealousy. Your heart is full of bitterness and unforgiveness. Those things are going to come out. Your, the representative, the representative, can only sit for so long. Uh huh. Uh huh. Absolutely. You see, what yeah. I'm saying? yeah. It can only sit for so long, and you have this only scary sense. It says, um, it's, it's an unfair comparison. It's an unfair, it's unfair for one, it's unfair, um, to yourself. You're, you're being unfair to yourself because you are literally judging yourself based on what somebody else is doing. You're not, that's, that's not fair to yourself, you know? And, And then again, it's not fair because, you know, like I said earlier, you're, you're um you don't even know what journey that person has been on to get with right, right right you can't say that you know you want to be like a certain person or you wish you had what they had when you don't know what they went through you right, know you right. have no idea and no. you know when you when you really set that in your mind you know it it it, it kind of changes up it changes your your perspective on things yeah you, know, you didn't um, you don't know how much the all cost Right. Yeah, and then you know what? Another thing uh too with that comparison and that jealousy, everything, you 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 can start operating out of that and start doing things way outside your character. You know, you start mm. you can start undercutting and doing things that to try to yeah. get to where they are to get to this certain level instead of going through the journey. Trying to bring them down instead mm-hmm. of uh-huh. trying to instead of trying to reach where they are. You go to the other side and start to bring them down. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go on this journey of somebody else's destiny for their purpose, and you get, you go all the way there and realize you ain't wanted in the first place. Where was there? The you go. You wasted all that time. Now you're miserable you miserable because if all you actually yeah. walked in your true, authentic self, you would find your passion. You would find your what you love and God will place that thing and you'll be successful mm. in it. And it says your gifts make room for you. Right. You don't make room yes. for the gifts. So if you're walking in somebody else's destiny, somebody else's authentic self, yeah. then you'll never find your destiny, your purpose. And you're always wondering for life, why do I feel empty? Right. Why nothing do I feel that's, that's why exactly nothing makes that's me a, happy. Yeah. That's a very that's very, very true. And you know, when you think mm-hmm. about when you think about that in that comment that you just made. You know, like those individuals, like you hear uh, these individuals who are billionaires, you know, mm-hmm. or the Hollywood celebrities and stuff like that. I think about that all the time. These individuals, you know, how many individuals commit suicide and they they have all the money and they have right. all the status 
and they have all of this and they still not happy to the point of suicide. You know, something's not right there. You know, I also think, though, you know, when it comes to finding out um, our authentic selves, you know, and this is just my journey. This is just my opinion and what I experienced going on this journey, because I think my journey was um, it was something, especially after the military and then the divorce thing. And then, you know, spending that time in Virginia, then moving away and moving to Texas that was a journey because when I got here, I was I couldn't find employment, and I'm like, I'm a veteran, <laughs> like, right. you know what I mean. But like I said, you know, when those titles, I, I can't I can't go into a job them. interview and say exactly. I can't expect you to give me a job because I'm right, a veteran. Right. <laughs> it takes, right. you know, one, I got to make sure that these veteran terms and this stuff on my resume is translated to civilian terms. It's, yeah, it's a whole yeah. process. Yes. You know, so, oh, yeah. but that thing of, you know, just being stripped down, that is uh, humility at its, at, its, at its strongest. And I think um, I went on that journey. I think that, I think that journey was um, purposeful. You know, um, it, it didn't feel good and it was very dark, like I said before, but um, it, it, it got me into a place of healing, of forgiveness and, you know, just going going on this whole journey to get down to who I really am. And it was it was dark. You know, it was it was dark. It was dark time, you know, but at the same time, it was very needed. And when I talk about um, people who deal with depression, I think I, I, I wish that um I can go more in depth with the depression if I was uh, like if I because I, I can't I can only give my opinion, I you know, because I'm not a doctor or anything like that. But, you know, with depression, I think that that is a time of uh, searching, you know, searching for who you are and coming out of mm-hmm. that, because there is light at the end of the tunnel when you come out of that, if you really go through it. Um, you you can come out of there as a as a different person and, and walking in authenticity, you know. That's that's good that you said that. And this um, and uh, I was listening to you talk about, you know, people that are rich that are also in depression and commit suicide. And and I mm-hmm. guess I wanted to hear you talk about uh, your fourth point in the book when you said that that comparison can be also a coping strategy. Hmm. Yes. So how? Is, so kind of explain that to me in regards to what you just said at the same time. Yeah, coping strategy. Because see, the thing is, um, sometimes we don't even want to face ourselves. It's easier for us to become somebody uh, that we're not because we don't want to face who we are. Because mm-hmm. number one, either we don't know who we are, or we know who we are, and we don't like who we are. You know what I mean? For whatever reason, um. Some people, and I think, um, and when I say some people, I'm putting myself in that, you know, um, we, we, you know, we sometimes have things within us that we don't like and we don't like to see. So instead of us dealing with those things, those things, we, we get wrapped up in other things to not face who we are. You know, we don't, we don't want to sit and, and deal with this unforgiveness that we got, that we need to handle, that we need to deal with, that we need to sit with for a minute right. and, and work on it. You know, we don't want to deal with that jealousy that we have. We want to we want to just go ahead and be something that we're not and not even focus on that. But see, that that that's always going to come up in every right. relationship, 
every every situation, your job is going to come up because those type of things, fear and doubt and all of that. I don't believe though. This is my opinion. I don't believe those things hide for long. They come out yeah. <laughs> in many different ways. So when I say coping, um, that's 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 what I mean. You know, you 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 don't want to face who you who you are. You know, oh, the real issues in your life. You're not the trying real to face issues. Those. You're not trying to face that. Right. So you use the comparison as a way to to um just to put those issues off. Absolutely. I think because she talks in in the book again, I believe everybody should read this book. But she she talks (laughs) in the book about the the comparison of I don't want to look in the book's office. I'll stay there. But uh, <laughs> when you compare yourself to others, it's because you want to you want to feel better about yourself. And so it's mm-hmm. easy to look down at somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I really want people to get the book because I feel like if I keep going, yeah, I'm deflecting. going to tell the whole book. So I'm trying to right. I'm trying to leave something. Right, because it's, yeah. and it's just that good. So I was thinking about the, di- the different um, when you said you was in that dark place, right? When mm-hmm. you had to come to yourself, when you had to, you know, but I, you know, I just kept thinking about how you were away from family. You're away when uh-huh. nobody knows you. So you only yes. with God. You have nobody only me. you. You don't have there nobody who knows you. Right. That's I mean, yes. for God, for you to allow God to show you you the stuff that you don't like. You know what I mean? Yes. Because you know yes. God loves us and He He accepts us. But there are things in all of us that He wants to uh, fine tune and and. and and fix our hearts and our perspective Absolutely. on ourselves, right? And so many, yes. like you said, don't want to see it. You know, so it's yes. easy for me to look at your flaws and see everything to um, procrastinate to deal with my own. And then <laughs> and people go into yes. depression because once we start dealing with me, now it's woe is me. Now I'm a victim. Oh, love now I'm a victim. Pet me. Love, you know, yes. why me? Why me? And God is saying, why not you? The same way I have to get everybody else out of theirs, I got to get you out of yours too. Now, it's the thing is, uh, will you let me get you out? Right. Or will you stay uh-huh. there and be the victim and, and have bitterness and hate and go into a dark place of depression and stay yes. there? Or yeah. are you going to allow me to there. show you you and bring you out so I can show you me in you? You know? Yes. You know, that's you, very, you really are. Yes, that's very, very good. That's very good. And I, I mean, that I can elaborate on on all of that, right. you know, but and that's, so that's really true. No, no, we see, they see, they see themselves and they stay in that dark place. You know, we, it's so easy for us to focus, you know, you know, focus on that, that, that negative side of, it, of mm. us. You talk in the book about reflection and seeing yourself, you know, comparing yes. yourself with yourself and seeing yourself. And now how do we go? What do we do about it? Right. How do we not right. stay there? So people stay in that depression. Why? Because they choose to stay. Oh, we have a cost. Mm. You see how excited am I getting, right? I can, yes. I can make him move over out this chair, girl. <laughs> but What's no, up, that's guys? very good. Hey, Cole, how you doing? I'm doing good. Design, how are y'all? Good, Hi. good to hear from you. All right, so that's an awesome type topic, like self-identity and not knowing who you are. I had something mm. really, like, experience to share about it. Um, oh, I did a, um, I did a, um, a, I guess it was like a, a worksheet one time and it was called King Baby. And, um, that's a good one. I give that as one all a, the time. As a, um, a child, if a child has been verbally abused at a very young age, oh, um, yeah. basically what I learned from, from this is they'll chameleon, they'll be like a chameleon. Mm. Um, and what, what, what you end up doing is you learn 
how to adapt to people and read their faces and and learn how to talk and you can you end up chameleon with everybody like you can you learn how to adapt in any situation to either Very keep good. a confrontation mm-hmm. or um you know to protect yourself from getting hurt you know because you was vic you know you were yelled at and, ver- and your your mind messed up so your mind created a way to protect yourself um, so you adapt yeah. all these personalities and don't even know you're doing it don't even wow. know it don't even know you're doing it. So you'll live your whole life and you won't even realize it. I, I wonder how many people this really happens to. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you don't even know it because it's so subtle. It's just, it's in your, it, it's what you learned. Your, your brain right. automatically did, does it. And I'm going to tell you all something. After I did a group and um, I did the lesson and I, there was a guy that walked up to me and I was so upset and I just broke down and I started crying. I said, I don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a yeah. breakthrough though it was right, a breakthrough right. um yes because at that point i had realized what i had been doing and i didn't even know that i was doing that wow so what was your next step after you after you had, after you um made that statement of i don't know who i am what was your next move after that what was the journey after that after you recognized that <laughs> a lot of up and downs, <laughs> uh, and I'm still on that journey. Um, I don't think it's never going to end. But I will say this: you know, God says that that we are like clay to Him, and like He molds us. Mm-hmm. And once you completely surrender, and yes. you allow God to start shaping you, that's what He does. He's He's going to mold you. And then it's not about who I am anymore; it's about who I am in Christ. And there my, you go. Yeah, and my identity is is through him and like i, I want to be more like him i'm trying to be like him and i'm, I'm reading my word i want to be like him and it, it don't look pretty sometimes but that's better than any other thing i could try to be like if i'm going to yeah, try to absolutely. be like somebody i might as well be like jesus that's christ that's right that's there right there you go very good oh, and the bible tells us to imitate christ yeah exactly and, and that you are in him yes and that has been extremely well especially in these last couple of weeks <laughs> yeah. yes yes oh, awesome. and you know what thank I... you for calling too yeah. oh yeah thank i thought the topic was awesome it was a really cool topic it was really relatable and uh, yeah. y'all y'all are doing awesome i'm gonna start tuning in more often good 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 uh no do you have any, something awesome. you want to say to him oh well um just that i mean i i, I just Thank you for your comments. That was that was a very good perspective. Yes, very good. Thank, Thank you, Cole. You. All right, guys. How do I how do I hang up on this thing? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> hey, Alberta, how you doing? I'm good. How y'all doing? Good. Hi. Good night. Hi. I've, I've been listening to your book. That that's a book that, like you, um, Amingo was saying, is definitely good for kids. Yeah, it's good. And like Cole was saying, when he was just saying something was similar to something that I was going to say, like you as a child, I have four kids. I have five kids. And one thing I did Mm -hmm. with my kids is they had to stay in their children's place, you know. And the reason why is because what I saw as a child made me imitate or emulate things. 
So I learned, even when I was away from God, that I needed to teach you certain things. You are to be obedient. You are Mm -hmm. to say, yes, ma'am, and and yes, sir. And you are not to talk to an adult. You are Mm -hmm. to stay in your place. You you could only look at so many hours of TV. You could only play the game so long. You you had to read more than anything. And it's Mm -hmm. because I learned that what what I learned was wrong. What I imitated from other people were wrong. Right. And mm. I also told my daughters that you're going to start off with 25 friends, but you're going to end up with two. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And it's okay <laughs> to leave them. Yeah, it's okay to leave them. You're going to be Absolutely. a leader and not a follower. But I was teaching them things that I didn't grasp like I should have grasped. Because right. we yeah. do follow, you know, other people and stuff. I was a pageant babe. I played sports. So I thought I had to look a certain way, be a certain way. And, and I didn't let my daughters do any of that. They don't yeah. only play sports. But we do. We pick up that stuff. And that stuff is just, to me, kind of like so many curses. Because it goes yeah. into something bigger. And then you become an adult and you don't know who you are. And you still got that little voice in you that's still hurting from a child. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you wow. learn off people around you as you become an adult because you don't know how to heal the little girl, a little boy inside you. of you. Yeah. That's right. So Very good. the Lord showed me. He said, "You have to be like me. Hmm. No matter what someone speaks in your life, you got to be like me." But it still took me forever to get there. <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah. I, you know, I'm still getting there because we have right. a lot. We haven't yeah. arrived until he led us into the purdy gates. We're, we have not arrived. That's the way I feel. That's my right, absolutely. Right. That's very you true. Have not arrived. <laughs> we yes, are not yes. as you know ministers, pastors, you know apostles or uh, teachers or lawyers or doctors. We have not arrived until God. Right. Led yeah, us we still because we purdy. all yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. we all. We, I think I think that um, change is continuous. You know, right. and growth growth is continuous. Growth. You don't right. You know, if you right. Want, you you're not going to stop growing and learning different things. And one mindset you have at at thirty, you're not going. You might not even have that same mindset at fifty. You know, it's no. different right. things. You don't. Life changes. <laughs> the, the the journey changes. Life changes. Right. Your perspective changes. Growth mm-hmm. changes. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. But guess what else don't change? Uh-huh. What's Comparison. That? No matter how, <laughs> how old you are, how young That's you are, true. no matter what job you have, there's always going to be conspira- comparison. It's, and you state that yes. you state that in your book that comparison is right. ongoing. You know what I mean? Yes. And, um, it I is. You, had, you had mentioned something earlier about how um um the pain, like um when people get hurt, you know, they have to you have to um, heal. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm trying to. They have that little girl, her. that big, the little that girl, little, girl. little boy, and, little girl, little boy. Right. Still. And so I was telling yes. someone, um, talking to someone today about how we, you know, as Christians, we walk this life and we say we are, you know, we forgive, you know, we forgive our past. We forgive those who have hurt us. You know, we make mm-hmm. these amends even when people come off of it, comes, come off of mm. addiction, right? We have to make all these amends. But yeah. what we don't deal with, we can forgive, but that hurt still runs deep. Still be there. Yes. Yeah. 
And so you can say, I forgive you and I do forgive you. But the pain that you caused, that hurt that's still deep in my heart, that's the part I have to allow God to heal and have to ask God to go into that hurt. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? We just say, Lord, you know, I forgive, you know, help me to forgive them. But we don't ask God, Lord, please heal that hurt in my heart that's so deeply rooted from when I was a kid so that I don't repeat the pattern in, in, in a way that I didn't even realize I was doing. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. And you Very do. True. You do re- you do repeat. You have to watch yourself because I know the things that I was taught not to do, my grandmother, my mom, and my aunties told me not to do, I still did or didn't do, mainly did. And then I had yes. I watched my children like I can't let them do that. I can't let them do that. You know, and yeah. you you still try it. You still like you said, you still comparing yourself. You still saying right. I shouldn't. And I see my daughters doing it with my granddaughters now. But do you think, like you said, Alberta, you said you didn't, you did sports and you did different things and you saw things, but you Mm -hmm. didn't allow your kids to do it. You know, do you think, do you think Mm -hmm. possibly that's, well, that's Mm -hmm. comparison, like, but they Mm -hmm. hadn't even lived even a little bit, but do you think that that held back any, like anything from them not having that, uh, being able to experience mm-hmm. like sports and team, you know what I mean? Well, because we, we develop in great ways in that area right. as well. Mm. We do. And the, I'm going to tell you, I played baseball, basketball. I was a track runner. Mm-hmm. I had to be co- in competition all the time. You had to be compared to everybody. Ooh, I had very to win. Good. I stayed in the newspapers. I'm not proud mm. of it. I'd rather be in a newspaper as doctor, somebody who went in Africa and, and, and saved so many people. Or, or right. a doctor yeah. who was a minister who went save a million souls. Yeah. yeah, you see what I'm saying. So right. that 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 to me was right. And pageants from six months old just made me realize that as a chocolate girl, mm. that when I got a certain age and didn't grow anymore, but I was always oh you're so you're beautiful. I would always win. And when I got tall, when I didn't grow anymore, or I was too dark, I would always get second place. Mm. So I didn't want my daughters to go through that. Right, right. Yeah. Because that as being just being the model of my mom's clothes because she was a seamstress to being able to walk them and do it. I knew my mom so good, my grandmother so good, but I began to be little raggedy and in a sense because their dresses probably cost three thousand when my dress only cost a hundred. Mm. But my mom dresses was nice, but that began that began to make me not feel good as a young lady. So my daughters, yeah. I didn't want them in that. Because it yeah. wasn't a good outcome. Now, it gave right, me a platform. Right. It right. was nothing I was not scared of and nothing I wouldn't tell you about or I wouldn't try or present or tell right. you mm-hmm. I can do. It gave right. me, in other words, balls. Right. But yeah. it didn't do anything to my self-esteem. Right. Right. So, right. right. Yeah. So I didn't want them. So I, I didn't want them to be any of that. Yeah, not sports. Yeah. Sports. They did a little sports, but not in depth. Like I'm like, just go play. Don't right. just worry Have about fun. winning. Yeah, right. yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you said something earlier about like, um, uh, I think it was Nola said, um, you know, no, I think both of you was talking about how we, we are, um, no, Nola was saying we always, we're always developing, we're always changing. What we think at thirty, we're not going to think at fifty, right? right? right. Yeah. And at the right. same time, that's the same thing in our marriages, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Of um, always knowing that we don't always develop at the when what we don't develop at the same speed, and allowing yes. your spouse to get there, and your spouse allowing you to get where, where you are. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and Pastor always asks this question. I remember he asked this years ago mm-hmm. when we first got married. Um, if I never change, would you still have married me? 
Mm. If I stayed the same and the same vice versa, we can say yes. So, you know, I'm just saying that even in marriages that there's, right. there's, there's change that's always going to happen every few years. Your marriage go through growth. Your, test, and, your taste buds change what? every, your, your taste you buds. Taste, is that what yeah. you're saying? They change every I 10 years. Mm. What you trying to say? I'm just saying. That's the reason why I wear wigs. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> that's how you change up the hair. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a different, that's a different podcast. That's a different I'm thing. Sorry. That's that Thursday night. That's our Thursday night that's podcast. Thursday night podcast. Sorry. Wait, what's the, what's the Thursday night podcast? The Thursday night podcast. That's the adults only podcast. Yeah, that's the imperfect. That's imperfect. That's the yeah, that's the imperfect unity podcast. That's, we get, oh. we get there. Yeah, that's just. Okay, that's, oh. don't, don't don't make your voice deep. Baby. Yeah, on. that's the one where we gotta get gotta really. It ain't nine o'clock yet. It's nine o'clock. Thank you for calling in and putting giving us your perspective. That was good. Yes, yeah, thank you so I much, Alberto. We love you. Love y'all. Okay, bye bye. That's so good. <laughs> and you know what, too, just uh piggybacking on, on that about you know being in school and, and playing school. I'm gonna Ooh. Did you just, Lord have mercy, people? He done made a mistake and hung up on our guests. Oh, I hit the wrong button. Call me back, no, Nola. No. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. Because you over here on my side. What you? Well, doing? you were supposed to be disconnecting everybody. But she calling in. Connect. Hey, I'm sorry, Nola. I Minga mean, disconnected you. <laughs> oh, I did not. You, you over my phone. She can the, listen the, to you. She the funny you. thing. <laughs> Yeah, the funny thing I can hear all oh, y'all what y'all saying while I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just have fun. Know, but, but what I was saying was I was piggybacking on bump, bump. what uh, what uh, um, Alberta was saying when she was saying um, about how she plays sports and stuff like that. And I'm gonna be honest, this is a real moment, Pastor. Uh-huh. This is a real moment right here. Uh-huh. I was only at ROTC because you was in ROTC. And I was trying mm. to do something. I was trying to continue that. But in reality, I wanted to do the girly stuff, like be a cheerleader in, a, in one of the major oh. I you thought you were. Were you a major writer? No, no, I was not. I was in ROTC. Cause, oh. Because, yeah. No, cause, yeah. I'm so glad you said that. Because the girls wanted, to, our girls wanted to do cheerleading so bad. Do you know he had a nerve to tell them that that's not a sport? Oh no! And, and did, did they have to get an ROTC? Yes, Olivia Kiana. She's in the army now. She was in ROTC. Right, right. She know her going to army. You, when I tell you, she was the best in ROTC. I that never told that girl join army. Yes, no, you told her to join ROTC. You told Bobby to join ROTC. And your mama even your mama even had tried to tell my kids this last weekend that they need to join the military. They came home. They said they said you joining no military. They said they joined the military. We went out of town. Successful in the military. Y'all joined the military too. We went out of town when we came back. She told me. She told me that all the kids said they joined the military. I was like, all our kids said that. I was like, kids ain't doing no military. That's because they wanted grandma to feed them. <laughs> like, uh, that's, 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 I can't go nowhere. My parents out of town. Yes, ma'am. I joined. Look, Charity said, oh, said she joined JROTC because of us, too. <laughs> yep. See? See? 
That that see see how see how easy it is. Hold see on, hold on. Easy. I is. only joined. I only joined JROTC because of that. See. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's charity, charity on the line. That's charity. <laughs> so Ooh, there I we go. Want to be a dancer, but yeah, we, this so we just that compared that ourselves to everybody right there. You see, you see how easy it is. <laughs> you no, see it how like the, it sounds like you're the only one that found yourself. I don't know what that meant. I don't know what that just meant. I'm feeling somewhat that. Yeah, that was shots fired a little bit. That was bit. Uh, some kind of shade. Uh, that was shots kind of fired right that there. Was, that wasn't shade. That was the whole tree. That was shots fired. <laughs> and we're going to talk about that after the show. She said she did it herself. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, but you know what the thing is? Like like, like we were saying earlier, though, you continuously change. And, you know, I'm that's still right. learning. There's yeah. things that that's in my that I have to reflect on myself. Some things right. I have to, you know, um, I think it's a, a ever changing process. You don't you don't mm-hmm. stop growing. And there's that's always going to you should. I think there's there's just times where you just do that self reflection. When you do that self reflection, right. you'll see if you want to see. Now, if you don't want to see, then that's different. But if you right. really yes. pray for the Most High to um, to show you your heart, you know, show show me what's in my heart. And 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 actually, my prayer was um, Most High. I want you to sh- to to shine light on the dark places in my heart. Yeah. The things that hide, because the thing is, jealousy, envy, um, doubt, inferiority, all those ugly things, those dark things, they don't they don't really be out on the surface. They hide in dark. They hide. Yeah. Right. You know right. what I mean? So and the thing is, you have to be in a place where you want to um, shed light on those things and actually pull them up from the root. You gotta pull yeah. it up from the root, and even right. and even when you pull it up from the root, the the the, the little stems and the little dirt particles they still down there. Sometimes you just gotta do a periodic cleaning and make sure, you know. But yeah, you you have to do that periodically. I think all I think that just comes with That's, all through life, you know. No, that is right. that is very true. But you know what I've learned? I've learned in my, in in my walk is when I ask God to show me me. Show me what's mm-hmm. in my heart that's not like him. Yes. I learned throughout the years to ask God, prepare me for what I'm going to see so that I that you can pull it out of me. Because you showed me some things and I wasn't ready to see them. Absolutely. Do you, did that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Very, and, yeah, and, that's very true. And it's taken me to a it has taken me to a dark place. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I've learned you know, growing, growing and making many mistakes and going backwards. Lord prepare me for the next whatever whether it's the next trial tribulation whatever it is and as you're showing me me prepare my heart and strengthen me and grace mm-hmm. me for it so that i will have the strength for you to pull me out of it pull me through right. it, and i don't go back into it yeah. yeah and you know the thing is when you pray prayers like that and you pray for the most how to reveal those things to you whatever is not unite like of him you know, um, don't that that feeling isn't 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 pleasure pleasurable. You know, no, it doesn't feel right. good. Um, right. And my life coach used to call it you it's, it's literally dying of yourself. You know what I'm yes. saying? Because that's what we're right. supposed yes. to do pretty often anyway, according to the right. word. You're supposed to die right. of yourself, and that yeah. is what it daily is. Daily suicide. And it yep. Daily dying of yourself. You know, and yeah. that is not a good feeling, especially when. You know, the most high be showing you, you know, you're not right about that. You know, you're right. right. And you like, 
man, do I really need to face this? Like, right. I don't know if I want to face this right now. I got that in me. You know, I, I don't, I, no, I don't want to deal with that because you literally are dying to yourself and it's not a good feeling. But at the end of the day, it's very, it's very necessary if we get through it. You know, right. it's, 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 it's necessary. And I think that the people that actually, when we, when we actually go through that process of dying of ourselves and, and letting the most high show us Show us ourselves, even those, even those not so good things. And we start to work on those things. That's where you get to what we were talking about early, becoming the authentic you. You understand when you get rid of all the other things that, um, that weigh you down because that fear, jealousy, envy, all those different things, doubt, fear, lust, all that stuff, all that dark stuff, you know, that stuff weighs us down from finding our true authentic selves. You know, and we always have to work on that. I mean, like I said, we always have to work on that. You don't just arrive at one point and stay there. You have to keep checking, keep checking, keep praying. Shed shed light on the dark things because you go through life and you and you meet new people and you go through different experiences and griefs and heartaches and pains and people offend you and stuff. And then, you know, it's like you, you go through these daily things you know so you always have to just keep check on it right right that's true that's true well uh just want you to know we had an amazing time with you tonight thank you guys for having me on this was really really good good i enjoyed this y'all this was amazing (laughs) yeah this was fun we're gonna have you back on yes we're gonna do the imperfect unity (laughs) we're gonna bring you on oh that'll be good that'll be yeah we're gonna bring you on and i definitely want to um maybe get you on talk about bullying and Yes. Oh yeah, that's that's, that's my that's favorite, one, y'all. That was one of my that's questions my at the beginning, but he kind of went all the way in there because I wanted to know uh, how to start that first book and what happened. But that's that's going to be great for everybody that's tuning in now. Tune in yep. because we will be having. No, we won't talk. About, I want to talk about adult bullying. And, so look, and also, um, for for any of my products, just visit www.nolaandnet.com. You will see a listing of all my books there. Um, and you can also go to Amazon, type in Nola and Net, and all my products will come up. Actually, won't you go ahead and type that into the um the message thing right there? Oh, okay. Okay. Type it in the, in the message type thing. Type it in fast enough. And then so we'll <laughs> have it, and um when we also when we share it later on, we'll also have it in there as well. Yeah. Um, you guys can okay. also find her books on uh on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And. You gotta buy this book. It's called Comparing Yourselves to Others. Compare Yourself to Others. The best way to never move forward. Yes. All right. Thank you. No, if you had the opportunity, you have you have thirty seconds to to convince these people to buy this book. Go. Look, this book is going to help you um, face some things within yourself that you may have been avoiding. You know. Um, This book is going to be good for young children, young girls, young boys, you know, to help them start understanding and knowing and loving their true, authentic selves. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. I have so much to say about that authentic self. You have to fight for that authentic self. Yeah, you You do. You know that because people are always going to try to put you in the box. And if you you compromise yourself once, you'll compromise yourself again. If you're, you know, very true. So it's so yes. much. No, no, we gonna have to have a sidebar conversation. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so, 
Well, so thank good. you all. Thank you so much. This thank was you, fun. Nick. I really enjoyed this. Yes, ma'am. Hey, guys, uh, we'll have this podcast ready for you in a couple of hours. Please share, 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 share with everyone. We love you guys, and we look forward to talking to you again next week. God bless. God bless.